Welcome, everybody, to the Motive Podcast. It's been a minute since Bree and I have recorded together. We did our addiction series, and thanks for listening to that. But we want to help you solve some of life's hardest problems and like the way you feel and any other thing we can do. Hopefully make you laugh a little bit, too. Yep. We're a little groggy <laughs> today. <laughs> so We're caffeine a little sleepy. and... I don't drink caffeine. Oh, that's true. You don't drink caffeine. I do not not drink caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so today is going to be a little more personal from a, like a story, I guess. I Yeah. There isn't a huge question that we're asking, but I wanted to share a little bit about what happened to me in Alaska, and I think it has some relevancy for, for everyone. Sounds good. So... So you went to Alaska for a couple of weeks? It, a few weeks ago. Yes, and it was unreal. Yeah. So in, I'm going on 10 years of therapy... So if I, if I count school going on 10 years and, Mm -hmm. and, uh, I've never stepped away for a time where I wasn't with my family, wasn't with my wife, uh, wasn't with like where I didn't have my phone, where I was checking clients, checking texts, checking email. Really? Never. I mean, we've gone on vacation and we've done things, but it was, so I went with my two really, really good friends who are both therapists as well. And we spent 12 days in Juneau, which was amazing. Awesome. And, uh, and so along uh, during that time, I read this book called Essentialism, which for anyone who is in a career or whose husband is in a career where you think maybe the career is taking over, this book is such a good answer. It, it is what it says the title is. It takes you to the essential things. And so I go to Alaska and just have a time of my life. I see this whale jumping out of the water for like 25 minutes straight, acting like a little puppy. <laughs> it was unreal. Just and did a whole, you know, did a lot of other things. And um, so I get back, and I well, before I get back, I'll go here. So I'm on this, I'm on this rock fishing for salmon, and I didn't catch anything, which is totally oh, say, only Shaden Bertnoli would be skunked salmon. in <laughs> Alaska. <laughs> And, uh, are you not a big fisherman? I love fishing, but I just, I have a curse. <laughs> I have like this curse. So, so I'm listening to this book, have my headphones in fishing, having a great time. And Greg McEwen is the one who wrote it. And he is talking about the power of play mm-hmm. and how many CEOs and just people who run companies or that are heavily involved in their career and just anybody else too, but they forget how to play. Yeah, I could see that. And I realized in that moment that I had (laughs) forgotten how to play. And it was really saddening. I was also very happy that I could realize that, but Mm -hmm. I had really lost my playfulness. And and I think that I I realized how heavy therapy really had been on me. Yeah. And uh, and so I decided to go back to my my job here and have a different perspective. So I sit on my couch, it's Monday morning, first day back, and there's like, I don't know, three or four people in, mm-hmm. and it has nothing to do with you. If any of you might be listening, it has nothing to do with you, but I was sitting there going, what am I doing here? Yeah, you were having a moment, especially because you're coming down off of two weeks in Alaska. It's beautiful. <laughs> but it was a little bit- Real life smacking you in the face. It's true. It's true, but it was a little, it was even beyond that of like, I started going into 
do I even want to do this anymore? Like that's how heavy it felt to me. Yeah. And so I knew it wasn't my clients. It was my problem. It yeah. was something I was doing. And so what I, what I, I, I actually uh, took some time to think about it and then I prayed about it and I had this such a simple inspiration come in my head of go get, go get the book that you read in grad school. And it's called, it's called being solution focused in brief therapy. Mm-hmm. And so it's this model of therapy where you focus, you, you focus on a goal and, and therapy is out about co-constructing a goal together. Mm-hmm. And you are, you are, you're focusing on what people actually want. And what I realized is that I had been focusing on with my clients on what they don't want because yeah. all of us, I don't care who you are. We are so more prone to focusing on what we don't want yeah, on than, our what problems. We, than what we do. Mm-hmm. And so it, it actually beats the, it kind of, it goes against, if you will, or in opposition to the classical kind of scientific model of find the problem, then find the cause and fix the cause, which will c- fix the problem. Yeah. Which in so many, the problem comes first usually, but that's where you were struggling. Is that what you're saying? What I'm saying is our focus is on the problem often. Mm-hmm. And I could, if you say that's that's like letter B, yeah, then it would be we need to find A, what's okay. causing B. Gotcha. And although it seems it seems realistic and, in, in, you know, with like cancer or, you know, many other things, we, yeah, like we need to find the, we do need to find the cause. Yeah. But in human beings with our with our our issues in life, I'm finding it it doesn't work that way super well actually. We can, and it's the quote that that we wrote on the on the board in my office, which is a man can study gravity his entire life and never learn to fly. Mm-hmm. And I have found that I had been sitting for many minutes, many hours with people, very powerfully discovering their why, discovering their a, mm-hmm. but all the while what are you gonna do about it? Yeah. And solution focus is more start with what do you want? So if, if somebody said, I'm, I'm here because I don't want to be depressed, then where we would go is start to say, well, what would you, what would you, what, but what do you, what would you want instead? Yeah. So not focusing on the depression and curing the depression, but focusing on something totally different. Yep. Which is, which I would say would be <laughs> the title or the, the entire emphasis of this podcast today mm-hmm. is that I want to challenge everybody, everybody listening to begin using the word instead mm-hmm. in their life a lot more. And when they find themselves um, saying the words, I, the words not or stop or don't do or whatever, mm-hmm. that we start asking ourselves, well, what would I, what do I want instead? Yeah. So instead of being depressed, what would you, what would you rather see? What would you rather, what do you, what would you rather have? Mm-hmm. And, and it's, it's, this, it's in the realm of positive psychology, which is an amazing field of therapy or field of study that actually says the, the brain with too much focus on what we don't want just become stronger yeah on what we, we just see what we don't want yeah whereas when we start focusing on what we do want or that that part of our brain begins to become bigger and stronger and we start to see things for what they are and gratitude starts to occur more we see the sunlight rather than the clouds yeah makes sense it changes us mm-hmm. and it's been amazing amazing since that point in all of my sessions it's just been so much more fun I've been more playful. <laughs> We're getting to people's goals and realizing they're realizing what they actually want yeah. more. I'm realizing what my clients want even better. I, I, you know, and, and, uh, and not only that, we're, we're able to, we're able to ask good questions about, um, in, in the, in this area, you're, you're, it's called an exception 
where you actually, once they find the goal, say, I want to be happy, you would then ask them, like, if this was you, I'd say, okay, Brie, when, tell me about it. Tell me about a time when you were happy. Yeah. So focus on what it is they want, the positive. Mm-hmm. But then I'd be looking for when you've already accomplished it mm-hmm. because a problem is never always a problem. Yeah. Our, their, a heroin addict isn't always high. Yeah. There are times they actually could shoot up and they don't. Yeah. And I want and we're, we are way more focused on the times when they do, do mm-hmm. than the times that they're not. Yeah. Can you imagine if we all focused on that more? Yeah. With our kids. With well, our, yeah. Our so I was just friends, thinking our, like, I mean, our just people. in life in general, you know, people get so hyper focused on. I, I feel like sometimes it's like this just da 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 da. You know, if you could put music to your thoughts sometimes and, and the circumstances mm. around you, that it's just this constant like downbeat, downbeat, downbeat. You know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of us just being like, you know, let's just choose to be happy and choose to focus on what makes us happy and, and mm. how to get ourselves there. and Yep. And how to weed. I, th- I like what you're saying, the essentialism. And you and I talked about this a little bit, but how to weed things out of your life that cause that downward spiral, the, the problem focused. You know, yeah, like and the clutter it, the yeah, and decluttering your life. Mm-hmm. And Bree's an expert on that. <laughs> I am not. Uh, ADD tends to <laughs> create a, some gatherings, some cluttering <laughs> at times. Yeah, it, you know, and it's my mood, and I go home with more energy. I've, I'm just, it's just so much happier. And and some people ask, like, well, well, Shaden, how do we ever? How do we, what if there's like all these other things that need to be talked about? How can you just come into session and say, well, what would you like to work on? Even if I, sometimes I, I see things that I know they, they probably need to work on or uh-huh. could work on. And the coolest part is when I force myself to just ignore that in a, in an educated way mm-hmm. and allow them to just come in and do exactly what they want to do, those things end up coming up yeah, naturally along the course of action as opposed to starting at the great, the, 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 the deepest part possible, which is what I'm really good at, mm-hmm. which, but it becomes almost too much. It's like yeah. a mountain. Yeah. Well, and don't you think they sort of work themselves out sometimes naturally as well? Yep. And that's, that's part of the, the theory. And, and I would even say law is that it's, it's the moment. It's like physics. It's momentum. Mm-hmm. Once you get an object moving, yeah. it's much easier to keep it moving and accelerate it than it is to, build a huge huge rock and then say all right now let's start pushing this yeah. now that we've figured yeah. out all the problems and all the causes now we're gonna it's a bit much yeah that would feel a bit overwhelming and i was taking mm-hmm. all that on and now i'm not <laughs> and it's amazing and now i'm not i love it <laughs> it's funny because i've even told myself like oh i just relapsed like in a session <laughs> like i just i just relapsed into this so but and again going back to our entire topic or i guess for me the theme is is instead mm-hmm. can we can we start asking and it, it it's so interesting because even in my own life but in, in, in the lives of people shelly and i are trying to do it more at home with our children when we're telling them what not to do mm-hmm. hey stop doing that yeah we're trying to we're, we're hey take a breath and okay hey what could you do instead yeah yeah you know instead of yelling instead, instead of uh-huh. saying stop yelling we're saying hey instead of yelling what could you do differently mm-hmm. what's worked for you before son which is so important because it helps them problem solve themselves exactly instead of just getting in trouble you turn from control to respecting their agency their free mm-hmm. will and, and putting them in charge exactly like seriously it's like life changing <laughs> and you can i don't know it's in me and maybe people are like gee shaden was it that big but for me, yeah, well, it just was. I think too. 
I think we get into ruts. You know what I mean? That that we get in these. You know, we're so predictable as humans that it's like Groundhog Day every day. You know, we wake up, we do this, we do this, we do things a certain way, we communicate with people a certain way, we, you know, have our relationships molded in certain ways, we go about our our day and conduct ourselves in certain ways, and we kind of get into that stuck routine. And sometimes we need something funky to shake us up. Yeah, we do. You know, to to help us to see outside the box and go, oh, okay. <laughs> Yep. You know, I'm too obsessed with this or I'm too focused on this or I really have become super negative about this, you know. I uh, yeah. So I can see why it would be you know, a very eye-opening thing to yeah. just step away for a time, especially cuz like you're saying, you're stepping away doing completely different things that are sharpening your saw that's giving you a chance. And not that we all have to go to Alaska for, you know, a couple of weeks or whatever, but I think there's ways that we can look at ourselves and go how do I step outside the box here? Yeah. You know, and reframe my thinking. And I would say, I actually would give a challenge to answer that question, which would be take, you know, pause the podcast or finish it and then grab, grab some paper, grab your phone and just ask yourself, what do I want? Mm -hmm. What do I want? And you'll find yourself automatically. I promise you, you will find yourself automatically starting to say, well, I, yeah, I think I, I don't want, I don't want this. You'll, you'll find that you almost without even knowing you'll, you'll slip into the not language mm-hmm. and I call it like, you know, cussing with not like you're <laughs> it's. And so to challenge yourself of, even if you, if you start there, that's not the worst either of, I don't, yeah, I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to be overweight anymore. Yeah. It's okay if you write that, but then I would challenge you again. What do you want? What would I rather have instead? Mm-hmm. Or instead of being overweight, what do I want? Mm-hmm. Because you can just tell the difference. Yeah. I want to be healthy. Yeah. When people start talking that way to themselves, I'd rather be healthy. And then they, and then if you said, okay, when, when, when was a time in my life I was healthy? Mm-hmm. Go back to that time, act like it's a movie, break it down in, in a visionary way of what yeah. was I doing? Replay it. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and what is it that I'm already doing that is healthy? What's something more I could do? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's when I do like to ask why, why was I healthy then? Yeah, I was, you know, what was I doing? And, and, uh, and then ask yourself, what do I need to do instead? Yeah. What can I do now? Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to say, Hey, life's just that simple. However, with the right questions and the right mindset, you'll find that you have all of the solutions to your problems in you. Yeah. And, and it's amazing as a person to live that way with others to say, to be able to invite others who are always asking for your help mm-hmm. for you to have the same mindset of I, me helping them would actually be to invite them to find their own solution yeah, rather than being their hero. Which is the Christ-like way of living, you know, exactly. that's how, that's how that works. Mm-hmm. And it just deburdens you. You're actually helping them more. They'll respect you more. You'll resent them less. <laughs> yeah. It's it, all of, I mean, there's so many consequences to it that are just great. So that would be my challenge to you is awesome. to go home and create that list of what you want. If you know the if you know some problems in your life, which we all do, start there if you want to. It's not the it's not a sin to do that. Start with yeah. your problem, but then instead of fi- trying to think think about the cause all the time, think about what would what would I want instead of this problem. Yeah. And then find the solutions that you've already done before, which will give you hope because you've already done it. And I swear to you, people already have they 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 have done even even if it's once 
Mm-hmm. You have done something that worked really well. Yeah. And if you can hunt for that, it'll, as soon as you find it, you'll light up. And cause you, your, your, your soul will tell you, you can duplicate that. Mm-hmm. I love it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I good. Do know what you mean. So good. You know, it's funny, the Alaska thing. So my two buddies, Alan and Jake, I went to grad school with them. We became brothers, 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 brothers. And, um, I think it would have been hilarious for people walking down the trail <laughs> to listen to these three grown men <laughs> who are all therapists and are su- super open with each other to just oh, like, yes. what the heck are they <laughs> talking about? Like what kind of guys talk like that? But we are those kind of guys. <laughs> so it was healing and I love you guys. You guys are awesome. Uh, that's what, so, all right. Awesome. Good advice. I love it. Go do something instead. Okay. All right. Peace out everybody. Peace.